Game of Thrones, yeah, Game of Thrones, Hello everyone, and welcome once again to Post Game of Thrones. I am your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Deadeye Anaconda. And with me, as always... Uh, it's your toilet man. It's Brooks. <laughs> your, your favorite toilet boy. Your boilet, so, if you will. <laughs> so, my nickname this week is brought to us by a Metal Gear Solid name generator. Oh, nice. And I took the time out to find yours, as well. You are, uh poison crocodile so wow they all can't be as good as mine but yeah i know it, i deserve a not good one for never playing metal gear solid so <laughs> or maybe i deserve the bad one for actually playing the entire series yeah but you know we're none of us are free of sin <laughs> uh this is a game of thrones podcast it certainly and is. uh today we're talking about season one episode seven called yeah. you win or you die which is on every, like, advertising and next to Winter is Coming, which it hasn't been for a while. Yeah. I forgot about my counting them gimmick because they're surprisingly less than expected. Yeah, it's been pretty stagnant. Mm. What did you think about this one? I thought it was weird that I, I thought I would have remembered that the only dialogue in this episode was just people saying you win or you die to each other. Mm-hmm. But, um... And, like, especially, like, the scene where Littlefinger was just watching women have sex, and it was just like, you win or you die. You win or you, you die. die. You win you win you die. It was weird. It was really uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, this one was, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was the first one that I didn't really like. Like, I was kind of, like, passively disappointed in almost yeah. every scene. There were two good scenes, yeah. I think. and that, But most of the stuff I didn't like was just people, mostly Ned, making the dumbest decisions. Yeah, it was it was kind of just like the eerie scene where I was mad that nothing made sense, but stretched out over fifty five minutes. <laughs> yes, of course. It's like it's cool if you don't know any of these characters, and it's fine, and it gets way worse. But when... it's, it's especially worse on a rewatch because the yeah. first time or reading through, you're like, "Wow, all this stuff is happening! Oh my god, like this crazy shit!" But then when you just know what's going to happen and you start to think about it, it's like, "Oh, that oh, why'd you?" Oh. Yeah, it's like, believe it or not, the mark of a good show isn't usually like, people die. It's usually like, you can justify when you think about it later. Like, if you're thinking about Breaking Bad, and you're like, why doesn't Walter do the thing? And then you can justify, oh, it's because of hegemonic masculinity or some bullshit. But, mm-hmm. like, you kind of can't do that a lot of the time in this show, and this is kind of first real big example of that. There's a whole lot of doing things, because we have to get to episode nine. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I just realized I don't even have my notes with me. I have to... Uh, I'm getting them out. No, that's fine, The, the producer is... Stre- uh, stretch for time, stretch for time. Uh, what, this episode the... is brought to you uh, by the Ted Cruz Foundation. Thanks, Ted Cruz. Uh, so yeah, thanks thanks again, uh, Ted Cruz, for sending in questions this week. Um, our first question uh, comes from Ted Cruz. Uh-huh, uh, okay. And he says... Okay, we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll save we'll save uh, Mr. Cruz's questions for his, his special moment. Yeah, we'll save the best for last, Ted. Don't worry. 
But uh, let's start this episode. Yeah. And it begins with the best guy. The best scene. It was such a like it was such a good omen of this episode. Uh-huh. You know, the symbolism of Papa Tywin skinning a stag. It was there was some big boy symbolism in this episode. Uh-huh. And I feel like Tywin was very aware of what he was doing and just kind of testing Jamie to be like, Do you get this? Like mm-hmm. you see this shit? You get this, my stupid son? He's like, we're lions, and that's our sigil, and then that's that's what we're, like, synecdoched as, and, mm-hmm. or whatever the, person, I don't know, whatever, some literature term, and Jamie's just like, yeah, but I thought you didn't like Tyrion. <laughs> and, and you get the, like, most Tywin thing you think he's gonna see, he's like, well, Tyrion is a Lannister, and like, oh, that's nice, even though he is the worst one yeah, and he, shitty. He's the <laughs> shitty bad one. Yeah. But he's still good, better than everyone. Mm-hmm. And I just like Tywin replacing Robert as my problematic fave immediately. Yeah. Like, just in time. <laughs> I know. But whereas Robert is just kind of like a drunk asshole, Tywin is all about, like, the family's reputation. Yeah, we learn a whole lot in this scene, and it, but it wasn't... To me, it felt really natural, even though it was very explicitly, like, every sentence matters, and this is exposition, and yeah, you need like, to pay attention. I think it's just because Charles Dance is so good, partially. Yeah. And also Tywin is so like, good, like, yeah, you go. It's like, if Daenerys was like, well, the dragon doesn't concern herself with the opinions of sheep, I would be like, oh my god, write her so much better for once in yeah. her goddamn lives. Uh-huh. But for this, it was just like, yeah, that's totally something Tywin would just think about while he's skinning a stag and say it to his son. And the delivery is also really good. Yeah. Like, you get the entire character of Tywin in this one scene. Yeah, and, like, I had to pause so many times just to make literature class notes about how, mm-hmm. oh, we immediately see that he's concerned with wisely attacking foes, and he's willing to do the dirty work of gutting his enemies, because we see him pull out the guts, and I'm like, ugh, there's so much, there's so mm-hmm. many things. Uh, I read that uh, Tywin, the Charles Dance actually learned, like, how to butcher for this one yeah that was apparently like a real stag that he was yeah it it was just dead and he was actually like way to go way to cut and act at the same time which like i guess that shows like how much because i can't do either of those things like how much of a fucking liberal i am because i thought i I thought the thing looked super fake (laughs) like when they pulled the skin back and i guess you could just see like the innards i was like that i can like see the prosthetics and i could see like the under under the skin, it just looked like styrofoam. That's like, probably wow, what that's an animal looks like. <laughs> sure is season one in here, but I'm stupid. And and now we know what the inside of animals really looks like. Us city slickers. Yeah. And that's the end of that. I finally get country music now. <laughs> Tywin pulls up in a tractor with like a, a beer in one hand and the, dragging the stag by the other. And he takes Jamie down <laughs> by the lake, and they just, you know, drink some brews. Yeah, skip some stones, you know. <laughs> uh, what's next? King's Landing. Right? Yeah, and it's Cersei and then have a chat. Oh, yeah. You win or you die. It's like, yeah. it's okay, but... Yeah. Like, it's kind of one of the most important scenes of the season, but I, it was just kind of... It was so flat. It, to me, at least, it kind of worked in that in that regard for me, just mm-hmm. because all of the you know Cersei's trying to be Tywin really bad, and we mm-hmm. see Tywin just being effortlessly Ty, Ty, Tywin, mm-hmm. and Cersei's like 
dropping Taiwanisms, and they're kind of landing, but Ned's like, I don't, I don't understand this. Yeah, I like the best part is, like, Ned is, like, struggling to stand and, like, leaning on his stick, and Cersei just goes, you're in pain. <laughs> it's just, like, the most little finger thing to say at the moment. Huh. One of the weirdest things for me in this season, as a side note, is that I don't remember, like, seeing Ned using a cane, and he's pretty much, like, after, like... For most of season one, dude's on a cane. Yeah. And he's always walking around with it, and it just, like, it's kind of, I, I feel like it should be more iconic than it is. Just because, like, he gets hurt in season four, and, like, that's not even halfway through the season. For the rest of the season, he's a hobble man. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, every time, like, it's like, yeah, he looks nice with a cane for the first time, and I'm seeing this for the first time. <laughs> I never even remembered, like, no one ever thinks of him with a cane, even though he probably has it more than he doesn't. Yeah, I've never seen a single fan art of him with a cane. <laughs> That's because the show isn't canon. Yeah, I know. And he, like, like Ned be- tells her his plan, which, first off, why? Yeah, he sure does. And s- second, did you think any of this through? His plan is, I know what the truth is, leave before I tell Robert. And he tells her this. Yeah. And Cersei could just be like, I'm just going to walk outside real quick and listen to everybody shouting at me that like my son is an abomination. Everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. This is literally a fact. It's like, so what? But she just does the shitty, like... He's like, I know about you and, and Jamie, the Kingslayer. And she's like, well, the Targaryens would wed brother and sister for years. Like, yeah. <laughs> wait a... <laughs> and I know that Ned loves those Targaryens. That's like the... Uh, what is it? When people are like... Not not to get too political, you know, especially on a podcast sponsored yeah. by Ted Cruz, but like when people are like, we should control guns. And then someone else says like, well, there would still be murders. Yeah. That's, like, Cersei's defense. <laughs> but, well, you're not wrong, so I guess you're right. Yeah. That would that would probably be Ned's, like, well, she has a point. See you later. Yeah. I'm gonna go home. See you later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also didn't like the scene very much because apparently, and I'm trying to be, like, cognizant of when I'm criticizing, like, I'd ra- I want to make sure to criticize changes because they're bad and not just because they exist. Mm-hmm. But this Cersei worshipped Robert, apparently, which is super weird. And we t- like, there's, because in the books, she's like, always about Rhaegar, always, even after he's gone. And she's like, even like when she's getting married, she's thinking about Rhaegar's beautiful silver hair. Mm-hmm. But like, apparently she was super into it for a really long time. Like two episodes ago, she was like, there was no chance for us to ever love each other. Yeah. So, I don't know. And it's weird, sympathetic Cersei is so weird to me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Robert was for sure abusive. So, mm-hmm. like, I ain't saying, like, they, like, made her abused to make her sympathetic. But Cersei was also really so fucking super abusive and, like, evil. <laughs> and, like... Yeah. And kind of, like, manipulative and, yeah. And, like, she just killed King. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she didn't kill the King. The King drank too much wine... Which I like, Varys goes full little finger too. He's like, ooh, good. He's like, how nice of the squire to keep the king hydrated yeah. during his hot yeah. hunt. <laughs> and and Barristan and Ned look at each other and they still don't get it. Like, and then little finger, and then uh, <laughs> then Varys leans in and he says, 
Cersei made sure Robert got very drunk so he died. And they're still like... <laughs> and they're still like... And Ned's like, like, I should... It's like, I should probably go look at that book again. Look for some <laughs> boars in the lineage of... Yeah. This Westeros. is boring. I'm gonna go read my the most boring book of all time. Boring? Good shit, Eddie. Good shit. <laughs> you said it. Yeah, <laughs> let's I, move on. I threw the alley oop, you dunked it. Uh-huh. But anyways, let's, one more let's point. Let's move on. Okay, okay. Because I gotta get to my most important point that I make in every episode. That Ned isn't about honor, he's about the protection of children. Because that's why he fucks up here. Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh... If I do this, babies are going to die. Three abominations are going to eat it because of me. So he's like, mm-hmm. hey, Cersei, uh, you better get out of here. And also get as much guard as you can, because even when you're gone, I don't want your kids to die. Because yeah. I'm super sad about Aegon and the ward kitty lady. And <laughs> so, yeah, that's like every fuck up this season, like giving up the handship to protect Daenerys and giving Cersei a chance and all the things. And then Cersei says something and walks off, and that's the end of the scene. And then we get the best scene in the show. Am I right? No. It was garbage. It was absolute garbage. It was the worst scene. Like, I was genuinely falling asleep watching this. Yeah, I had to time it out, and it was it was four and a half minutes of, like, the direct sexy time, the sex having. Mm-hmm. And when, like, Littlefinger was doing his voice at them for some reason... And did you know that this was the scene that coined sex position? I did. I thought that's been around for a while. Yeah, I did too. But apparently, this scene like inspired some guy at like Vox or whatever to be like, "We need a term for this because it's just that bad." Mm-hmm. Wow, I thought pioneers in the uh, yeah of age. I just want to read you my uh, full notes. For this, for this, like, yeah, scene. by all means. Um, one, I have the introduction of I. I called it full HBO, which I, <laughs> which is just like sex for absolutely no reason. Hot yeah. movies online. Yeah, uh, I'm falling asleep. This is my next one. <laughs> Earlier in the day, I was texting my mom, and she finally responded to me as the scene was happening with three hearts. So wow, love it. That was weird. And finally, play with her ass. <laughs> He's doing in the middle of this big monologue about like loving cat, and then just like play with her ass, play with her ass. Like that. He's like, like the. He's like the knight destroyed me in single combat. Oh wait, I have to. He destroyed me in one on one combat, and then I knew that I could only, I could never beat someone by fighting them, but I could beat them by fucking them. Play with her ass, like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it was. Like, he even broke his, like, speaking patterns to just yeah, deadpan. Yeah, it was, like, it was, it was Aiden Gillen talking. It wasn't even Littlefinger. Yeah. <laughs> that was his directorial. Cut, cut. Like... Play with her ass. Yeah. Alright. I, I don't even remember what he was talking about. About, like, what? He's Littlefinger and he's sneaky? Is that... Okay, I was trying to make sense of it to try to salvage this scene. Mm-hmm. And, like, I couldn't. Because... <laughs> Until he starts explicitly talking about the duel with Brandon Stark and stuff like that, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I mean, Ross and the other lady are super into it, apparently. Mm-hmm. And, but I was, like, I try, I typed it out and tried to figure out, even when he was talking about, like, who he's saving himself for, 
Because he's a virgin, apparently. Um, For again, if you will. Yeah, if you will. Mm-hmm. But okay, he, so he says that he's saving her, he's saving himself for another. She's not beautiful, but she has an impeccable bloodline. So he's su- he has a big old boner for Cat. So mm-hmm. he's not talking about Cat here. So I assume he's talking about Lysa that mm-hmm. he's trying to get that veil, the impeccable bloodline. Mm-hmm. So does he not know about all the scheming that's going on against Ned? If his plan is like to not fuck Cat. So, like, has all the fawning over Cat been a cunning, like, for no fucking reason plan? And I, I get the whole, You like, thought I was just pretending. You thought I was stupid the whole time, but yeah, I was just pretending was, to be dumb. It was ironic shitposting, which is still shitposting, as we Yes, <laughs> yes. So, like, the whole chaos and, like, confuse your foes by making irregular moves. Like, I get that whole thing and they explain it later, but there's still gotta be, like, some character to follow or else it's just, like, lazy writing and just, like, a plot device rather than a person. And mm. just like, hmm, we don't have any logic for this episode. Let's just say that Littlefinger did it to fuck with everyone. It just, it doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. And not even in like a, oh yeah, it's, wow, totally nihilistic. And, and it's like, no, it's just bad. Yeah, it's it's just bad. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, not the best. But there was, Whatever. there was like, I found a couple nuggets, nugs if you will. Of like we do some dank nugs. Yeah, some dank nugs. Um, mm-hmm. It's it was neat to know that Littlefinger was apparently the reason that he fought big hulking Bran Stark for the hand of Cat was because he was naive, and he mm-hmm. thought he could defeat him because the little guy always wins in the stories. So like, yeah, okay, because he's the exact opposite of that now, and that's neat to see. But also, he says that like Ross is like mid midcoit, and she's mm-hmm. like, hey. uh... So are you are you married to this woman now? Because I'm from the north, and you're telling me all of these secrets for some reason, even though it's the first time we've ever met, and you're telling me a full plan. That's weird. Yeah. Um. So did you did she marry that guy? And she was like, and he was like, no, she married an even more impressive specimen. And it's like, no, Ned's not. Ned is not. Mm. Even Catelyn is like, no, he's not as good as Brandon. Like, yeah. No, he's the shitty little brother, and like he's fine. He's not <laughs> ugly. But Brandon is like fucking Lancelot and Lancelot's shitty baby brother. My favorite thing, like, well, not my favorite thing, but one of my favorite things about this entire series is that everyone is just like, this guy was amazing. Like, he was handsome and strong, and he was chivalrous, and he was good at fighting, and he's also dead. Yeah. Like, everyone like that is just destroyed. Yeah, everybody's beautiful that they don't have to cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. I. Because the first time watching through, I didn't realize, like, who... Like, I didn't realize that Roz was, like, this recurring prostitute. I was just like, oh, Littlefinger is in a, is brothel talking to boob ladies. <laughs> and, but, like, now I know that she is coming from Starkville, USA, mm-hmm. and she's already gotten a job at the most premier brothel in King's Landing. Yeah. So Littlefinger's like, oh, she... you're from Starktown? Let me tell you about how I'm gonna fuck over the Starks. Hope you don't know any of them. And... Like, I understand, like, how else are you going to write scenes for Littlefinger, because, like, any of his scenes could just be, like, him playing the people he's talking to and also the audience, but it didn't work for me. And I guess it's, like, she's a prostitute. She's not, like, part of House Stark, you know? Yeah. And he he didn't mention anyone's name, so she could have, like, she wouldn't know, yeah. I guess. Just, like, just so you know, I want everything there is, and I'm really ambitious, and um, I'm going to kill everyone. But yeah. um, don't don't tell nobody. Hope you don't have any friends. 
Mm-hmm. He's just like, he just woke up that morning and he was like, well, I can't fight them, Peter, but, uh, I can fuck them. And now that's such a cool fucking line I need to tell somebody immediately. And then he, he walks. <laughs> he, like, he, he, like, jolts up in his bed at, like, 4.30 morning. He, whoa, whoa. Whoa! He goes over to his iPhone notes. I can't, can't fight them, but I can fuck, fuck them. Can't fight. Can't fuck. And, like I understand. It's a cool line. <laughs> he he goes to his phone, meaning to write like I can't fight them, but I can fuck them. And he's like, nice. He goes back to bed, wakes up in the morning, like what was that cool shit I wrote? And he opens up his notes and just says, "Play with her ass." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, again. Oh, that's, this is every note on my phone. <laughs> again, Peter, the same note every night. <laughs> All of his contacts are just play with her ass. <laughs> Let's move away from this. Please. Uh, we go back to Winterfell with Dick swinging Theon. Yeah, and it's 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 full mast. Mm-hmm. And he has a shitty mustache now, which I feel like really contributes he, to his character. He, he looks really shitty in this scene, and like his armor is too big for him. <laughs> yes! And, like, Asha, she's there. She's... What is she doing? I think she, she's just, like... She's, like, gathering a bundle of sticks. Yeah, but it's, like, in... It's, like, in, somebody placed that bundle of sticks there for an express purpose. It's not like there's an open door and, a like, a draft and it's blowing in sticks. It's, it's not, like, like so, kindling. She's disassembling somebody's fire pit or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love her, like, not knowing Theon, like, just being basically a, like... A, a servant now, and she's immediately giving Theon shit. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. even like, she, she knows. She catches on real quick. He's like, I am a lord. And she's like, oh, we don't have those. Oh, and oh it's what's like, that mean? I thought your failed rebellion dad was a lord. I was like, How yeah. You didn't even know what the Iron Islands were five seconds ago. <laughs> like, oh yeah, your, your, fail, your father, Balon Greyjoy. I can just see yeah. it in your face. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, he's like, yeah, I'm Theon, so I'm gonna give you a fuck. And then yeah. Lewin saves the day. With, like, some other burn, right? Like, doesn't he give him another sick burn? Yeah. And he's like, Theon, that's our guest. And Theon's like... And oh, I thought she was our prisoner. And he's like, you you know, you can do both if you're not a fucking asshole, dude. <laughs> no, and he's, he's like, that. those don't necessarily mean the same thing. Like, wouldn't you agree, Theon? Yeah. And he's like, eh. Sure would be weird to be a prisoner and a guest at the same time, Theon. <laughs> it's it's weird. Like, I, I don't... Just Theon being shitty all the time is... I don't know. <laughs> like, there's a lot more yeah. than I thought. Yeah, I don't... I didn't remember this much about... Like, also the Iron Islands in general, I didn't remember this much. But, man... Like there, I feel like there's more Theon than Starks. Yeah, in Winterfell, there's a lot. Of, like I don't, I don't feel like I've seen Bran in a hundred years. Did he wake up yet? I don't know. Yeah, the last time we saw him was when he was like purposely getting all the questions wrong. Yeah, and then even then, Theon was the one doing action in the scene, mm-hmm. doing being the perfect, beautiful archer that nobody cares about. And I just want to point out how comfy Maester Lewin constantly looks. Oh, he looks so comfy. He is, like, so... Ins- that's probably... Ha- it's like an electric cloak. He's like the only Maester that knows about electricity. Yeah. He can't share it. He- <laughs> that's why he wears it all the time, so no one knows his secrets. Yeah. 
Come on. There's just like a potato and a light bulb underneath there. <laughs> this could change everything. Mm-hmm. But the, the world will never know Maester Loon's secrets. Yeah. Those are for House Stark alone. Uh, what happens? Oh yeah, we go back to the wall and like I forgot about the wall. Because it wasn't in the last episode. Yeah, I I kind of forget about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> in season one. Because at this point, like, John isn't that good of a character. He's really not. In this episode, he's 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 a little dick boy. Like, he's, he, he's not being a very nice man. He's always just making that one dumb face and complaining. Yeah. Like, for the entire season. Yeah, it's like they were... Like, he was given his script and he was like, Oh, you accidentally gave me season five Daenerys. And we won't need that for five years, and also I'm not that person. <laughs> and what? so it has, like, uh, what's his name? Benjen. Yeah. His horse runs back, and John somehow, he's like, there's no rider on that horse. Like, how did you see that yeah. from on top of the Empire State Building? You can't look down and be yeah, like... like if, somebody, if somebody was walking through the streets of New York on somebody else's shoulders, like, you wouldn't be able to tell. Exactly. You'd just be like, that's one person, because perspective... <laughs> so but if you're ever hiding no from riding. somebody on top of the Empire State Building, get somebody on your shoulders. Yeah. And, and what happens? And Sam and then has they're just a really like... sad dick about <laughs> girls because he misses looking at them. He's like, I miss the Goyles, John. I haven't seen the Goyle. Like you can only bond over titties in this show if you're two yeah. dudes. It's like, and if you're two women, you have to bond over being a mother. Yeah. Or playing with her ass. One of the two. <laughs> the Virgin Madonna thing. But it's mothers and playing parents. And Sam's like, I like I just miss looking at girls. I don't even know what girls are. Like, what's a girl, John? I miss them. Yeah, it's like, he was looking at a tree earlier and he's like, I think this is a girl. <laughs> There's just like a scale to weigh coins on. And he's like, girl? girl? <laughs> John, 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 John. Look at this. Look at those titties. <laughs> and that's yeah. the end. Yeah, John... So Sam says, look at those titties, and the scene ends. Because yeah. <laughs> like, whenever John's on top of the wall, he's like peak lone wolf about everything. Da, 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 da. Because he mm-hmm. just, he's looking off at nothing. And Sam's like, don't you miss uh, hypothetical sex with, with women? And John was, he spent like 10 seconds looking at the trees in case Benjamin popped out of the top of him and was like, hey, Niff. But, <laughs> and then he sees Benjamin's horse, and the first thing he says in the whole scene is like, that's me uncle's horse. And like, how do you, not only how do you not see a person on top of oh, it. Oh yeah, it's got his big banner hanging, flapping in the breeze that says, it, I'm Benjamin and I belong it, to him. It was just a regular, it wasn't like Benjamin had a notable horse, it was just a brown horse yeah. with and packs there on are the notable side. horses in the series like Vargo Hood has a Zorse he has a zebra horse like that would be like that's my uncle that's my uncle Vargo's Zorse that's like okay okay let's talk about Zorses for a second let's fucking do it Eddie let's do it man because apparently it's just a regular horse that's paint like has zebra colors what it's not a zebra but what's the difference not George R. R. Martin was once just like, nope, it's just a Zorse. Like, that's just what it is. <laughs> like, a Zorse isn't a zebra. Like, it's just a like horse. This ice zombie novel isn't fantasy enough. I need a fake breed of horses. <laughs> like, uh, hmm. What should I call this 
horse that has zebra source. Zorse! <laughs> New York Times, number one, bestseller, George R. R. Martin. Never has to work a day again in his life. <laughs> like, there's some... Every once in a while, the dumbest shit just, like, peeks up out of this, this series, yeah. and I love it's it. It's like how in the fourth book he was like, well, these next two books are going to be really long. I better say, I better randomly start saying Nuncle in every chapter. And, uh, yes, that's the... That's what I was trying to think of. Nuncle and Name Day are like... Yeah. Okay, buddy. It's like, hmm, let's make it more fantasy. They're not 21. They're 1 in 20. Because there are dragons in this world and everything is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, On my first and 20th Name Day, yeah. I was I was gifted a Zorse like from... 9 and 60th. <laughs> Oh, like it's not even it's not as sexy because then if it's nine and sixty then you're just you're back to back. In the year twenty and four hundred <laughs> before conquering conquest after before, everyone was just uh, you know what was going on in the Summer Islands at on, on twenty and four hundred before conquest. <laughs> they were fucking chiefing it, bro. They were blazing it. it, and that's why the White Walkers. That's why woken we up apparently. Exactly. That like that's also why we never see the Summer Isles. They're just blazing it constantly. Oh, yeah. Like you know, in in um the book, the prince who doesn't exist in the show because he's black. Yeah. You know, those weren't feathers that he wears on his uh oh, man. on his cape. You're not it wrong. Was, it was kind bud. <laughs> <laughs> kind bud is Airbud's pastor. <laughs> kind bud. With a dark past. Yeah. In my, uh, <laughs> my Airbud fanfic. Uh-huh. Every, everybody's name is Bud. Their last names are all the same. And it's just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we gotta let's get Mechanic get Bud over here. My car broke down. <laughs> uh, let's go back to King's Landing, because Robert is dead as shit. He's, or dying. He's super dead. And it's weird that Joffrey genuinely looked upset about this. Yeah, because even... I wrote... Even in this episode, he... He's real over it real quick. And it's like, yeah, I, took, I, uh, I took a death and dying class in college, dude. That's not a healthy way to grieve. You gotta let yourself be sad. Like, do you know about any of the stages? Because you skipped every single one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even accept it. He's like, this is great and good and what I've been planning all along for some reason. Like, he leaves the scene crying. Yeah. Or he, about to cry. And the next time you see him, he's in full scheming evil ruler mode. Yeah, he's like teabagging his dad's corpse. And he's like, I'm the king now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, Robert admits that the wine ruined everything, and it's like, yeah, read the books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then it's it's a real fun scene, because now we know that Cersei knows that Ned knows about Cersei, mm. so she's yeah. all, like, making eyes at him. And, mm-hmm. whoa, backtrack, we need to talk about how, in the book, Cersei tried to fuck Ned uh, in that scene. What? In In the books. Remind me of No, this. not next to Robert's deathbed while he was dying. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna, that would in be... the gods would when Ned was like, I know you fuck your brother, dude. She was like, well, do you want some fuck too? Because I got some. And basically, and another, one more note about that scene. It was also in the gods would in the books, which is interesting. Not in the show. For yeah. reasons... But mm-hmm. okay, back back to Cersei and then fucking next to Robert. Like side. also, if like sorry to keep going back to that, but if it say even in the gods, it would make Ned's actions make more sense. Yeah, 
because he's like, like, oh, the the weirwood and the old gods are watching. Yeah, he wanted he be... wanted to accuse Cersei in front of the old gods. Like that was yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, such a such a special man. But now in the show, they're just in like the garden where Littlefinger's like dirty slave boy is just yeah. picking grass for no reason. I, at first, I was seriously like, are, the water gardens are in this show. It just looked like <laughs> Dorne. It was just because it was just some nondescript shrub place. Yeah. And like anyway. <laughs> but yeah, um, Robert. Robert's injury is just like out. Yeah. Like, it's not even bandaged up. It's just sitting there in, in the... Like, there's one like shitty the... bandage that's on it a little bit. But it's mostly off of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's... They don't know shit about medicine. They really like, don't. Put, These idiots. Like, put some Neosporin on it. You'll be fine. Hey, hey, maesters. Every maester, even, like, king maester in Old Town, I have a word for you. Penicillin. Yeah, fucking Like, about read it, about it. Read a fucking book. Yeah, like... <laughs> Look around. That isn't, Do you see that isn't about hair issues? colors. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, get a fucking printing press, assholes. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Called Johann Gutenberg, motherfucker. Yeah, ever heard of it? You shitlords. <laughs> Fuck the maesters. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I bet... The ma- I bet they could even make this technology. Like, they probably could have a printing press and, like, mechanical things, but the maesters are probably like, oh, this is the way that works. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking conservative maesters. <laughs> I shouldn't say that on this podcast. Hey, we're we're I- talking about, like, rhino conservatives. Don't worry, Ted. Yeah. I, I-, I meant, like, I meant, uh, the what are they? The, the grand old party? Yeah, the goth. The gop. The, you gop. Pieces <laughs> of fucking shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, whoa. Okay. Yeah, um... <laughs> A socialist just warged into me. Yeah. I don't know what oh happened. God, they'll do that. <laughs> fucking... As soon as Bernie started leading in the, in the Iowa polls, his power has been growing exponentially. <laughs> Soon, a, soon he'll be the most great, powerful green seer in all the seven There's a great terror in the in the Iowa regions. Their power grows every day. There's no <laughs> oh yeah sure like a socialist democratic uh, candidate. What else is there going to be? Snarks and Grumpkins. Yeah. Okay. He was no Snarks and Grumpkins. <laughs> he was a self-proclaimed socialist. <laughs> yeah, sure, old man. <laughs> Are you supposed to be dead by now, old man, for some reason? She she worked into me. It was her, like, old-timey socialism. Right. Yeah. I got her out before she started telling a spooky story about, like, capitalism. Yeah. I guess that's... What is the show about? <laughs> I couldn't tell you, man. Oh, so this is how Ned almost starts a war. Yeah, he fucks up real bad. Like, he's, he fucks up on every conceivable, because yeah. he's like, oh, Robert's like, oh, sign, like, write my will or whatever. And it's J-O-F-F-R-E-Y <laughs> is my son's name. Thanks. So, like, the most annoying thing about this is he says to my son Joffrey, Ned writes to my, like, rightful, rightful heir. heir. Why didn't he just say Stannis? Yeah, to my rightful Stannis. <laughs> like... If that was obviously your intention, why would you make it more vague? Yeah, like, why give them a fighting chance? I know. But, you know. It was like he lied, but in, like, the least... Like, he can only lie... He used up his entire lie skill bar for the day. it's like, you gotta... 
if you lie, do it for a reason. I know. Like, if I'm... Or do it good. If I'm out, like, doing drugs and my parents are like, what were you doing? I'm not going to say, like, I was having sex out of wedlock. Like, I'm not going to... Yeah! <laughs> then they won't know. Then it's all good, you know. Yeah. You lie about the other thing. Right. I do like that when Robert's di- dictating his will and he's like, titles, titles, you know what to do. Ned kind of yeah. gets upset for a second. He's like, I want to write out the titles. I like he's the titles. Like, okay, whatever. And he's pr- Robert is just all of us. Like, really, you're going to say this whole thing yeah. again? The titles, titles, whatever. Titles, titles. Thanks, Robbie. Oh, that would be a fun little... If we didn't have all the backstory, maybe that's why he hates Daenerys so much. <laughs> yeah, because she... Oh, my God. She's getting more titles every episode, Ned. We have to take her out. Even as jokes, like, it's it's stressful to say them all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, as big of a fan as I feel that I am, I couldn't confidently tell you anybody's titles. Besides, you know, Lord of the Onions and the Blackwater or whatever. Daenerys Storm, Stormborn, the Unburnt, the Queen of Dragons... Khaleesi of Khaleesi the Great Khaleesi of the Great... Yeah. Like mother, mo- savior of. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have our uh, uh our producer. Oh yeah, look this up. Uh, she's she was a person in Karth. There's probably something about that. Um, okay, Daenerys of House Targaryen. The first of oh, thanks to our producer, Greg. Good old for, Greg. Uh, Greggy boy for sending this to me. Uh, Daenerys of House Targaryen, the first of her name... Well, actually, some of these are spoilers, but... <laughs> and the person I'll who d- was killed by Jon Snow in episode 10. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do, or you can join in, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read all of them. All of them will be in here, but let's add in Put in one fake, fake one. Let's put in some fake ten ones. Ten titles and a lie. Okay, yeah, ten titles and a lie. So Daenerys of House Targaryen, the first of her name, Queen of Marine. Queen of the Andals, the Roinar, and the First Men. Lady Regent of the Seven Kingdoms. Protector of the Realm. Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea. And she's never skydived before. Pick the lie. Never skydived before. Master of Big Strong Horses. (laughs) Lover of Citrus Fruits. Breaker of Change. Chain. (laughs) Breaker of Chains. She's not a cashier. (laughs) Okay. Breaker of Chains. Breaker of Change. Mother of Dragons, the Unburnt, <laughs> Misa, the Dragon Queen, and um, the sister of that guy. Yeah. The Valyrian Lady. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, friend Zoner of Men. <laughs> Eater of Horse Hearts. Starer into the distance. Yeah. Daenerys Targaryen. Queen of all the balconies in the middle distances. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> send in your titles. Yeah, post- send in your da- send in your Daenerys titles. Uh what even happens? Um <laughs> Robert's still dying very slowly. Oh yeah. And I do like that he says, like, of Joffrey, just make him better than me. Yeah. He's he's super sad about it, but also he's like, yeah, I'm dying. My funeral's gonna be fucking sweet. I killed that yeah. boy, dude. You should have seen it. Also, life is pointless, and the Lannisters are gonna take over. Whatever. 
anyway, deuces. And it's weird that we like we never see him die, right? It's just like assumed off screen that he hmm. dies. Interesting point. Yeah. Oh, is this the theory? It's not, but it might be now. It might be next time on Pigot. Oh God. Because that is interesting that like we just kind of get Renly confirming it later. Yeah. And Barry just hates this. Yeah. <laughs> That's my last note. He's just like, he's failing kings left and right. And then, then as mentioned before, we get the whole, uh... Yeah. Varys thing of, like, very strange how this wine happened from a king who is known to be drunk all the time. Yeah. Hmm, I don't get it. And then Ned's Over like, whatever the, the fuck you're talking about, can you please stop this plot's kill the nurse? Thanks, bye. Yeah. And the way he's like, oh, the Ned's like the king on his deathbed wished that the the pot be canceled, and Varys is like, ooh, yeah. I'm, ooh, ooh, about that. I can kind of do anything and talk to anybody at any time, but but not not this time. That I already sent out the Raven, and you know that Ravens enter like time warps and like reality spheres when they leave that they can be anywhere and everywhere at once. Yeah. But not... Uh, I would have to send happens. a bigger and faster raven to kill that raven. And, you know, the crown's really in debt right now. I don't know. Yeah. Swing there. <laughs> like, we don't even have, like, technology. I can't genetically engineer a, a super raven at this moment in time, Ned. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Like... Your your best friend's dying of a, just a boo-boo right now. Just a boo-boo. He, he'll be okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Bring him Milk of the Poppy. Yeah. Which, I guess, has it been has Milk of the Poppy been mentioned before in the show? Uh, I don't I can't think of when it would. If if this is the first time, it seems like that's, like, the kill you drug. <laughs> that's true. Like, you know? Bring him the strangler to, to give him rest. Because <laughs> he's like, give him the Milk of the Poppy. Yeah, to like, ease his pain, like, like oh, it's gonna slowly somebody's throat in Westeros. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, we go over to the. Uh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say like, aren't aren't poppies like? Can't they like be made into like opium or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Robert was blazing it. Yeah, because everybody in like my middle school who watched The Wizard of Oz in class was like, yeah, poppies will put them to sleep because that's what drugs do. <laughs> Is that your middle school voice? Yeah, it's like, thanks, Peter. Thanks, Peter, you fuck. <laughs> and that was the first time I swore. <laughs> because Peter talked about poppies in seventh grade. Yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> uh, so we go over to the uh, Dothraki now. Yeah, and Drogo's like, fuck chairs. <laughs> so he can't go over the poison sea. Yeah, fuck boats. And I have such a good memory of, of like, single... Cal lines. I was wondering because I was listening to some of them and I was like, I wonder if Eddie remembered this years later for some reason. Yeah, because he says like, <laughs> he says like, oh, th- like the great cow has no need to sit on a chair. And Daenerys says like, it's not a chair, it's a a throne. And Cal goes throne. <laughs> like I don't know why I remember that. I just have such a good memory of him say of like him saying one word or phonetic one word right. in Dothraki. I don't know why. I I really like the scene, like, for viewer reasons, and it was, because like, it was, like, nice to see Daenerys having a range of emotions and having, like, context-appropriate staring and be, that being surrounded by other emotions and shit. Mm-hmm. But 
I mainly liked it because it was just a really silly argument. She was mm-hmm. like, it, boats are just wooden horses. You can ride your, yeah. your wooden horse into the water. And Drogo's <laughs> like, fuck that. Nope. She's basically trying to convince a child. He's like, the water is poison and we will all die. And she's like, oh, no, you can just, like, put a boat on it's it. It's like, no, and he's the, like, the scissor, your hair is dead, so you just, the scissors just cut it. The barber's not trying to hurt you. And he's like, fuck he's like, that. He's like, a boat is not a horse. Like, no, it's not, sweetie. It's a different thing. Not everything is horses. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's on, I'm pretty sure that's their sigil. It's just a big horse, and their words are, everything is horses. <laughs> everything is everything horses. was horses and nothing hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they have that scene, then they just, like, go out to the market or whatever. And Daenerys and Jorah are just having a laugh about that fool brother of hers who just got murdered to death right in front yeah. of her. A correction, we said he never is mentioned again. He is. They're just making fun of him. Yeah, like, they like, they walk right, like, right out of the room where his corpse was, and they're like, well, that was weird. <laughs> Anyways, let's go get some wine. Yeah. For just, you know... It was, where are they? Uh, I don't... I mean, it's not Vestalkara. No, but there's, like, a thriving marketplace yeah. in all this. There's people. It's I've actually never thought about where they were. Because mm-hmm. Essos is just, like, one place to me. Yeah. Because Western centrism. But... Um... Yeah. I, I don't exactly remember the context, but I have here in my notes, Atheist Fedora Jora. Um... I, well, I have in my notes where he's, he explains that the Targaryens won through conquest rather than right, and it's like, sure would be fucking nice if you remember that, Daenerys, but... <laughs> Whatever, probably, I don't know, that little yeah. kid is like, oh, that, oh, or does that happen later? No, that happens right after Jorah. Oh, because Jor- that's another weird thing I remember is that the kid runs up and he goes, Jorah the Andal. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I remember that. He's doing a little Grey Worm impression, it's great. <laughs> But he's like, you can go home now. Congratulations, here's your part, and all you have to do is let your GF no. die. Bye. He couldn't even be, like... This is this is another part of the writing that bothers me. He couldn't just be like, like, Jura, like, here, word from wherever. He says, like, Jura the Andal, the spider sends his word. You can go home now. Yeah. Like, he's... How are you a spy and that explicit? Yeah, like... <laughs> How do you tell an eight-year-old... Well, well, I guess you could be, like, the, the white guy. So, yeah. never mind. That was a whole rip that I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, look for the touch of man, man. Or the touch of man. The touch mm-hmm. of gray man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It was it was weird. And I kind of forgot all about the whole subplot. of Like, I know that Littlefinger and Varys have little birds, and they have to, like, spy people. But I forgot that they were in the show at all. Yeah. Because I guess I just, I didn't, because I didn't pick up on, like, the, like, I knew that he was a spy, but I didn't pick up on, like, the, oh, man, I really gotta go, Daenerys, I gotta go for, like, 20 minutes, I gotta go have a smoke, daddy, daddy needs a smoke, but, uh, I'll be right back, love ya, bye. And it was, like, That's another, like, also, is, like, a few episodes ago when they find out she's pregnant, he's like, I have to go to the city. I have to go to Cohort, um, yeah. catch you later, now that I have this news, uh, daddy yeah, like, that smoke. was... Bye. It's weird <laughs> because sometimes they're just so obvious with everything. But that, like, I had, I thought he was just like, I need to like go ride because um, yeah, I was stressed like, about her being pregnant. I'm sure he had reasons. Like he, yeah. Like I don't even know uh, what his title is. He's just like Daenerys's person who does things sometimes. Manservant. Yeah, manservant. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, they walk by to the most shady-looking wine cellar. Like, there is no way this guy has such fantastic wines. Yeah. And she just, in keeping with the themes of the series, her downfall is almost her continuing to insist on wine. And, like, even the guy's like, no, you probably shouldn't. Uh, I'm gonna get out of here. But she was like, no, I will have the wine. And the weird thing is, he's just like, oh, you, would you like some of this wine? And then someone's like, that is a Khaleesi. And he's like, oh, Oh, you need the poison wine. Hang on. Like, I don't know what... This guy, of all the shit I talk about, Ned, this guy had the worst plans. (laughs) Like, this guy did not think anything through at all. Yeah. And (laughs) also... Like, I thought this was a cool scene. I remember liking the scene the first time. But Jorah's kind of a mega asshole here. Because he's, like, a highborn guy who, like, got what he wanted. He got his royal pardon. And, like, this is probably just, like, some lonely wine, like, lowly wine seller who was probably, like, strong-armed into this plan by people way more powerful than him. And it was like, poison this princess or we're gonna fucking kill you and your family because you're small mm-hmm. folk. Mm-hmm. And so, but Jorah has a change of heart after he's gotten everything he wants. So at the last minute, he saves his girlfriend that he was about to let die and yeah. completely sentenced another dude to fucking death. To a horrible like, death just because he like, was like, my No, dick. you drink the wine. Yeah, like he's been on her fucking side the whole time. The close-ups in this scene were just killing me. Because every time someone says something, they're like, he's like, I could never drink such a, a, a wine can't like this can't touch my lips. And then it's like it's, extreme close up yeah, on Jordan's face. And he's like, you drink it. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then it goes over to the nurse. And she's like, yes, you drink the like right up on yeah, her face. And it's an extreme zoom in on the horse in the background. It was a great zoom in. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, reaction shots from everyone, including the horse. Yeah. And like this guy, if this was me. And I was like, fuck, okay, like, they're on to me. My options here are try to escape and get captured by Dothraki. I'd just be like, well, salud! And just yeah, take a big like, shot of my own wine, like... Like, they got bolos, dude, you ain't getting out of here. Yeah. You're gonna so get his, boloed and drogoed. Boloed and drogoed. His plan is tip the wine over and run, like, this blood rider. He's called a fucking blood rider, dude. He's not gonna miss you. I know, it's even like, but like... Throw the poison wine into, like, his eyes or something. Like, he just spills yeah. it. As if they're gonna slip on it in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna make a small patch of mud. Catch you later. If you can get out of this quicksand. <laughs> so this guy gets his life destroyed in the scene ends. Yeah, pretty much. And we go over to the wall. And I'm like, man, I hope I see his wiener later. Anyways, at the <laughs> <Yeah>. wall. <laughs> and, uh, the Lord Commander is giving his speech. He's like, we are all... Men of the Night's Watch now. Yeah. We are all one race. And we get the a, Night's Watch race. We get another scene like, where one of the actors calls cut and gives a stage direction. Because he's like, hey, John, you're allowed to look happy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can show some emotion there, buddy. All right, back to the scene. <laughs> My favorite part about this is all the Night's Watch extras who we never see again. There are so many, I loved it. There was a red like red-haired guy who looked like Ed Sheeran. Yeah. He was there. That guy never shows up again. I would remember that. Because he stands out, like, pretty blatantly. Yeah. And, like, and in, in Jor's announcement, there was even... I mean, we see him later in the episode, but I got really excited when he said he said Darian. Mm-hmm. Because 
I mean, like immediately was like, you're going to Eastwatch because we don't want to have your storyline in the show. And yeah. yeah, he's a big deal. In yeah, the I heard that and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? You're <laughs> yeah. Eastwatch by the sea. Oh, all right. Oh. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I just wrote down here, Sam is such a cinnamon roll. Yeah, he really is. He's like, I still feel like cuddling Lewin would be warmer. Mm-hmm. But it would still be a nice time. Yeah. Lewin is, like, just a big pile of blankets. Yeah. But Sam is, like, the uh, memory foam. <laughs> like, if you unzipped his, like, maester's robe, he would just fall to the ground and, like, eight, just eight robes yeah. would fall to the ground. <laughs> Where if, if, you like, you poke Sam and then he, like, conforms to the shape and then puffs it back out. Yeah. He's a Pillsbury yeah. Doughboy, man. Mm-hmm. And he's just so happy to be like, I'm gonna go with John. My one friend. You knelt as a Pillsbury Doughboy, now rise as a Pillsbury Pillsbury. Doughman. (laughs) (laughs) And I just love, they're like assigning all the things, and this guy to the steward, this guy to the builders. John, like there's really no other John here, but whatever. Yeah! John, to the stewards. Don't, doesn't he, there's like two, like, doesn't he say John to the stewards twice? Like, I feel like. Maybe maybe he says like Sean the first time and I just wasn't mm-hmm. listening. But I, yeah. at first I thought like John just wasn't even paying attention. He was like, oh, I'm a Stark bastard, so they'll save my name for the last, and there'll be fireworks when he says First Ranger. Because yeah. <laughs> he's so like fussy about his privilege here. This yeah, this is John Snow like privilege 101. He's even being rude to Amon. Yeah, like, blind 617 year old man. Yeah, like he like he's like, what am I gonna do? fluff his pillows and run his bats and Eamon is like yes <laughs> and he's like blind but still looking at the people who he's like who he's recruiting like he's he's talking down the stairs at like five people and he still stares mm-hmm. them each in the eye and he's mm-hmm. never met any of these people before or heard their names well, but he's like Darian you're going to Eastwatch uh-huh. he's well he's a blind character in fiction which means he has like bat sonar oh that's true I haven't seen Daredevil yet so I haven't... Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's that's how it always works. Yeah. You know, if someone's blind, they're just a master of everything else. Yeah. Especially if you're, like, a thousand years old. Yeah, being a thousand years old and losing one of your senses is, like, ha- maybe the most powerful a human being can be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, I don't know why, but a line, another line I always remember is, like, He's grooming you for command. Yeah. Like, that's... Like, I feel like okay. that's been on every previously on, like, for mm-hmm. the next 46 episodes. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, John finds out he's a, a steward, and he runs away and shits his pants and cries like a baby, and the other stewards show up. And... I, Pip was good here. Yeah, Pip was really good. He did more, like, reinforcing that the watch wasn't fair, and that, like, yo, like... He, like, Pip is very much a check-your-privilege character. Yeah, Pip's telling John, he's like, yeah, well, this king of a noble, might I add, one of those, you know about those, John? Well, he wanted to grab my weenie, and I said no, and now yeah, I'm a criminal. Yeah, it's like, oh, does your stepmom, does she give you mean eyes sometimes? Well, uh, get the fuck over it, dude. Because it could be worse. And, <laughs> yeah, it was weird and, that he sung that line, but yeah. And John is just shitting, he's like, I don't want to be a fucking steward. I should be doing things and having a good time. And they're like, well, okay, like, that's us. Like, yeah, I don't want to be a fucking ugly, us. shitty steward with a small wiener. It's like, yes, yeah. all right. 
<laughs> even though we're all like, hey, by the way, I bet you guys never even had sex. <laughs> and they're like, neither have you, you fuck. You told me that two episodes ago. Yeah. And you just, yeah, but I'm, I'm from I mean, past dark. You've touched a big dog once. That was pretty much all you've done besides archery in your entire life. <laughs> and, and I like, I just like when Sam gets, gets goofs in on people. Yeah. Like, Pip's like, this ruined my life, and Sam's like, sing us a song. <laughs> like, relive this terrible moment that brought you here where you don't want yeah. to be. Like, Pip, like, his actor looks like he would be, like, cooler, but just, like, the fact that his name is Pip just relegates him to being shit on by anybody. Yeah, Pipperoon's over here. Yeah, little Pipperoonie. Has no chance. And I forgot that, uh, Sam has the single best line in the entire show. Oh, yeah? Because John's like, I, oh, when I came here, I wanted to be a ranger. And Sam's like, I always wanted to be a wizard. Oh, yeah! Which, true. And they're like, yeah, there's no magic in this world, buddy, am I right? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what, uh, the Lord Commander says. He pokes in his head, and he goes, just goes, <laughs> and then he- and then his, yeah, his raven's like, meh, corn! And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> there is no raven in the show. I know, it's bullshit. That's like, that's basically half his character. Yeah, and it's like, kind of important. Huge, yeah. But, yeah. Whatever. And Back to King's Landing. Oh, right? I do, one point, um, kind of a spoiler, sort of, don't think about this for the next 30 seconds. Um, there's, I had to rewind like three times because... Uh, when Sam's like, don't you see? They're grooming you for command. He's like, I see Sir Alistair's revenge. And it sounded like he was saying Caesar Alistair's revenge. And to me, that was like warning sirens in my head. And like, what the fuck? I can't believe they fucking said Caesar in this weird fantasy world. That's so weird that they would make such a direct reference. And then I was like, oh, he says see Sir Alistair's. But yeah, anyways... Um, in what fucking world would Renly be happy to, to let Ned take his place? He's so gallant, and I hate him so much, and I hate this scene so much, I want him to die. So what, what, Renly, like, what happens? Renly comes up, and he's like, hey, the king died. Hey, the king right. died. Here's a hundred swords. Here's a plane to take Joffrey. I'm all on your side. I love you, dude. I'm such a protagonist. Stannis fucking sucks. Love ya. <laughs> and he's like, well, think about what's best for the, the kingdoms and for the people we rule. And it's like, what the fuck ever? Renly is all about pageantry and shit. He doesn't give a shit about the small folk. He wants to kill the shit out of Robb Stark. All right? He's not this great of a dude. I like that Ned is like, Stannis is the rightful king, which first he didn't even write. And secondly, yeah, right? he's like, Renly's like, Stannis wouldn't be a good king. No one loves him. And Rob's like, Ned's like, who would be the king then? And Renly has the most unsure. He's like, I am! Yeah. Like, his voice cracks as he says it. <laughs> I'll be the king! Stannis is not... He inspires no love or loyalty. He's mm-hmm. he's a little boy, but I am a man. Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah, it sure would... He's like, he's Stannis is a good soldier, but soldiers don't make good commanders-in-chief in this time of great strife that's going to directly lead to war against the crown. But whatever, yeah. Renly, you piece of shit. I fucking hate Renly. <laughs> oh my god. The Renly Destruction Hour continues. I hate Renly so much. Oh my god. This season one <laughs> Renly is killing me. But, but at least he wasn't like... At least he didn't walk away and then just start sucking a dick. Like... Yeah, I mean, yeah. He was something other than gay. Yeah, like once. in season five, it would be like... 
Stan, uh, Ned would be like, who would be a great king? And, like, Loras would come up from the bottom of the frame and wipe his mouth and be like, Renlywood. And now he would say Renlywood, cut to Renly in, like, just sucking several dicks in his gayatorium or whatever <laughs> he has built. Oh, I forgot about the gayatorium. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my least uh, favorite cuts from the book. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do, you, do you ascribe to the old gods, the new gods, or the gayatorium? It just, it just, like, I just want someone to be like, hmm, I have much time to think about this. Prepare the gayatorium! <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, instead of the hand's tourney, that's what Robert would have named the tourney for Renly. Yeah, but... <laughs> hey, hey, hey! How about instead of the great tournament, we have the gay tournament? Barrison's <laughs> like, like good, good, good one, sir. Yeah, but it's just oh, great goof, my lord. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, like we Ned signed something after this, right? Um, because before that, he's like, I will not drag frightened children from the beds. He's talking precisely about Rainus, which is Ned's mm-hmm. deal, but yeah, then he signs a letter to Stannis, and he's like, get out of here, nondescript character, little finger okay. here, my good friend. Yeah, me and Kim, there are two things that you can notice. He signs this, we've watched it like four times, it really looks like he signs this letter as E-D-D-R-R-D Stark. Yeah. Iterd. Yeah, there's like, the A is just a line. Yeah, and like, hey, Extra, who is like, currently has the most basically important task in the entire kingdom. Yeah, like... Like, you're not a named anyone. Like, his task literally sets in motion the rest of the show, if whether he yeah. succeeds or fails. Uh-huh, and he's just some guy. He's like, well, Jory's dead, and I only have one friend, so... Mm-hmm. Well, don't give, don't, don't give it to his guard, don't give it to his fucking wife. Give it to Stannis. <laughs> And Littlefinger shows up, and one of the weird things is, like, Ned looks kind of upset that this happens. Do you want to play but, with the ass, Ned? Do you want no, to play it's, with it's, the it's like, he shows up and is like, ugh. But then you find out he invited him. Yeah! So what, like, what's going on? Mm. I don't know. And what, okay, just anytime Littlefinger goes on one of these long rants, I just zone out. So it, what it, it, he doesn't, talking it doesn't about? matter what he says until the last thing he says. Basically, that's why I stopped listening. Yeah. Like, so what did he say? He's like, let's take over? Like, yeah, Ned, Ned's like, I need the gold cloaks to keep the king's peace. And Littlefinger's like, well, you know who the gold cloaks listen to is the man who puts just a hand on their purses, if you know. Who has the most money? I'm the master of coins, secretly, for some reason. <laughs> You shouldn't fight Cersei, Ned. You should fuck her. I said that earlier when I was watching the fucking. Watch the fucking program, Ned. <laughs> and it's like, the fucking. And as with me, as Hands of the King, <laughs> this goes on, and he, you really don't know much about this place, do you, buddy? Yeah, I would really love if like, the show just goes all the way to shit. And then season eight, we learn that the reason Varys and Littlefinger know so much is because they watch the show. And they just yes. look at the camera and they're like, I don't know why nobody else watches this shit. But yeah, like, like, HBO. Like, have you ever heard of it? Yeah. Like, I saw Jamie and Cersei fucking in the first episode. I didn't need to get thrown uh, off like, the power. Listen, I don't even have a subscription. <laughs> Littlefinger's like, I don't even have a subscription. I torrent the episodes <laughs> and watch them the day later. <laughs> and everyone's just like, what? 
this guy. Yeah. He's too good. (laughs) (laughs) See, a little finger's just, like, doing sneaky shit. I think Ned says he wants the guard, but I don't know. Yeah, he's... Yeah, I, I was, like, hung over from how much I hated Renly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just kind of like, whatever, Littlefinger's gonna, like, be like, I'm your friend, you shouldn't trust me, but I'm your friend, I'm gonna betray you, but I'm your friend, I hope you don't suspect me of doing anything, I'm gonna betray you in, like, five minutes. But, mm-hmm. uh, hey, catch you later, I'm gonna fuck your wife, bye. <laughs> also, I'm not, because I don't want to, but I do, see you later. Yeah, um, yeah, don't talk to Roz, because, uh, I don't want to fuck her, but I do, uh, but I'm gonna fuck her <laughs> ugly sister. Um, well, anyways, love ya. <laughs> I'm going out for a smoke. I need a smoke. See you later. Yeah, I need the smoke. Catch you later. <laughs> and then we go back north, north of the wall. Yeah, they're saying which the as as soon as this scene happens, like you see ghost running, so you know something's gonna happen with ghosts. Yeah, like it's Chekhov's dog. Like, oh yeah, for sure. It's gonna it, he's gonna do something. Check dog. Yeah, but like, and so ghost shows up with a dead hand right after the scene with Ned, mm-hmm. and John's like. Hmm, my heavy-handed symbol of the Starks bringing a dead hand. Could this be a heavy-handed symbol? A dead hand? Hmm. Heavy-handed. This is a... Thank you. This is a doozy. I'm going to have to think about this one for several episodes and maybe look at a book in a library for a long time. A dead hand. What could that mean? Me, Jon Snow, the son of the Hand of the King. Hmm. The bastard son. The bastard son. Going to have to think about this one. Anyways, end of the scene. Yeah, it was a pretty quick scene, so I just want to say, like, the oath is pretty cool. Yeah, it was, but, it was, it's real neato. And the face of the weirwood is me watching the entire show. <laughs> there, were, like, there were some extreme, like, Vea Stealth Rat close-ups of that heart tree, and it's like, I don't like looking at it. Like, I'm, I'm an old gods man, call me old-fashioned, but it's uh-huh. still, like, real ugly. like, a gape mouth bleeding from the eyeballs, like, yeah, like, hey. If I want sap, I'm not gonna, like, I don't want to use that tree. So they say they're oaths, and now they're nice watchmen's forever. And we go back to the uh, Dothraki with this swine dude just tied up, destroyed. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we see that Jorah is now warning Daenerys against Robert, so it's for sure that he's like Team Danny now. Mm-hmm. Um, Jorah shows up and, and I- he's like, "Hey, man, uh, any any horse you want." Sure, baby. Yeah, that, that's another line I remembered is Cal Drogo saying, Jorah the Andal. Yeah. Because I wrote in my notes, Jorah the Andal in Dothraki. Because we get subtitles. I do remember, I remembered that his dad's name is Barbo, just because of the way that he says Barbo in his promo. Mm-hmm. He goes, Drogos Ara Barbo. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a shitty name, but you made it cool. Yeah. I... I also like the continuity. Remember when uh, Jorah had his, like, sick, like, they're savages of, like, the Dothraki have no word for thank you. Oh, yeah, and he's still like, I like, give this he, gift he, to you or something? Yeah, like, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. So, good job there. Oh, man. He promises Rhaegar that iron chair, and he cuts the J- promo of the cinch. He, he does. Jason Momoa is just, like, ripping the scenery apart in this scene. Yeah, like, this is the first scene, after I watched it the first time, that I went back to watch on YouTube after the show, because I was just mm-hmm. so it into it. It was 
so awesome. And, and he's just like, I'm just imagining me as a Dothraki guy, and he's like, we will go across the poison Black Sea, and the stallion that mounts the world yeah. will destroy these men. And I'm like, oh, yeah, nice. He's like, we will destroy their stone houses yeah, and break their towers. I'm like, oh, sick nasty. He's like, we will make their children slaves and rape their women. And I'm like, oh, uh, well, uh, you lost me can, there. Can, uh, I, can I like go back? Yeah. To base a Dothra, yeah. can I just like? And he's like, and then we'll destroy their stone gods. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's focus okay. on that. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like how a theme of this is everyone's plans fucking up, and there's like a wor- like it just gets worse. Yeah. Like the plan that was supposed to kill her and you know save your rulership or whatever, and now this guy is planning to invade. Yeah. <laughs> like how? <laughs> yeah. It couldn't get any worse. Yeah, and like, man, Cal Drogo shouting about conquest while he's on the verge of tears about his mm-hmm. wife who he loves so much is like so like intense. He, he's sweating from like his eyeballs. Yeah, like he's not crying. That's just how intense he is. <laughs> it was amazing. And then Daenerys yeah. and Drogo end the scene the way they do in any scene where they're together, where they just make sex eyes at each other. Uh huh. And like, yeah, the whole time, every time it cuts to her watching him, she's like, "I'm gonna get that dick tonight." Yeah, get that like, dick. Yeah. And speaking of dick, there's a hard cut to that wine cellar's wiener out. Yeah, which is neat. Like, just imagine that you're like, "Hey, uh, look, we we casted you. Like, get a call, get a call from your agent. Hey, great news, we casted you in Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. oh, cool. I'm I'm such a huge fan of the series. I'm gonna. Who am I gonna be? Oh, I'm gonna try to assassinate Daenerys. That must be a huge role. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Um. About that. <laughs> One, you don't. Second, get that dick ready. <laughs> it's going to be flopping. It's going to be flopping in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely, you're actually going to Croatia, but yeah. still. Whatever. Get that dick looking good. Yeah. There's no dick doubles in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me go back to King's Landing for the end of the episode. Which, how dumb do you have to be to not realize this is a trap? You know, like, he's summoned by King Joffrey, and he's even like, King Joffrey, that's a weird thing to call somebody who's not a king. Anyways, better go in there. Like, Littlefinger and Varys show up, right? Yeah. Tell you that Renly fled the city. Yeah, he's like, peace, I'm gonna take all these Tyrells, catch you next season. And there's, like, bells chiming in the background. Like, how can you not see how ominous this is? Yeah, and then Littlefinger's like, don't pay attention to that, Uh, you have the guard, you're good. And, mm-hmm. like, even Janice Lint, it says, we stand behind you, Lord Stark, with, like, five emoji smiley faces. And, like, I didn't, you know, I didn't know who Janice Lint was at this point. Yeah. Because, you know, all the gold cloaks look the same to me. Now uh, I, might, I, might I was like, oh, this guy. Warriors out there, but they all look the same to me. <laughs> and, but, yeah, now that I know who Janice Lint is, I'm like, oh, you motherfucker, I hate you so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, that's the good part of going back and watching the Wait, show. Is that and you- that's also kind of... Uh, spoilers, skip ahead 15 seconds, like, when Tyrion, send, Tyrion sends him away. Yeah. I-, I thought he was just, like, doing that as, like, this is my power and I don't like you. But, yeah. like, there's kind of a reason. Yeah, right? Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, we see the world... Whoa! No Tyrion in this episode! <laughs> yeah, this was one of only three episodes with no Tyrion. Like, ever? Through the whole series? Yeah, through season five. Wow. And one of them is the episode where it's only the wall. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Ned shows up, he's like, ah, oh, I have... 
And this is what we were talking about before. Joffrey was just crying that his father's dead. And now he's on the throne, like, lounging he's like, in the shittiest... He's already discovered Joffrey position. Like, he already uh-huh. has the iconic lean. Uh-huh. And it's like, wow, that was so quick. Ordering people to be murdered and, like, yeah. I don't care about laws. Like, he's so smug and self-serving and confident already. It's like, he, pr- like, he barely had time to wipe the tears out of his eyes. I know. And Ned shows up and he's like, the... The, uh... The will of King Robert. Yeah, and he's like, Barristan, like, you're an honorable man. And he reads it, and so she's like, give that to me. She just rips yeah, it up. And it's like, oh shit, the one weakness of contracts, now it doesn't make any, now it's not legally binding. <laughs> I know. I should have laminated like, it. And then, <laughs> if Ned had just laminated Robert's will, none of this would have happened. But also, like, that's the will of the king. Yeah. Like, I, but, like, I get that he's dead, but that's what it's fucking for. Yeah. Like, nothing matters. Yeah, I know, it's like, Anarchy. his will like, doesn't matter because he's dead now. Like, that's, that's, a will is designed so that after you die, you do the shit. <laughs> like, it works for the show, but it does kind of feel, and I mean, it happens in the books too, but like, it still kind of feels like there should be more, like, writing there rather than Cersei just kind of shrugging I, at the law like, and being like why well yeah, like why does anything matter then yeah i'm the king chaos is like, a ladder and it's like oh I yeah guess you're right well i guess that does happen and there's a war but it's just everyone saying they're the king but you, you get what i'm saying yeah like it's i don't know I don't know if that's me just being like ooh, those are the laws and you have to listen to them or like it's stupid. I don't know. Right. Like, power resides where you men believe that they reside. But, like, you know, it was, it was, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's, like, killed him. Yeah, Janice is like, psych. And I just, like, Ned being like, he's a good man, an honorable man, don't hurt him. Yeah, like, I know. Like, Barristan can kill everyone like, here. Yeah, Barristan could just look at you funny, and you would turn into dust in the wind <laughs> never to return. <laughs> Though I I did like the seeds of Barry being like this shit isn't that cool yeah yeah and like like her ripping up the thing and him just like ooh yucky yeah and like my favorite thing about this scene that I noticed is like you know the Hound is one of my favorite characters and I really like to you know like defend him and make him seem a lot more sympathetic than he actually is but like. When when the gold cloaks do turn and like Ned is like oh we're all about to die and it's not even going to be a fight, the hound runs down from like mm. from next to the king to get himself in on this like merciless killing. Yeah, like he's like ooh fun. I'm tired of this diplomacy shit and he just starts cutting people down. And it's like well, you're an asshole, but you're my asshole. And then everyone's fighting and somehow Littlefinger gets behind Ned. He's like, I told yeah, you With the tiniest baby dagger. Uh-huh. It's literally like he was in the kitchen and he got like a <laughs> butter knife. And he was like, well, I almost killed Brandon Stark. And he was bigger. So I'll just get the smallest except, except not at all. Yeah. And he's like, I did mm. warn you not to trust me. And Ned was like, is that what you've been saying all season? I thought we were buddies. <laughs> yeah, my friend. My be- I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna make you my best man. <laughs> and then the episode ends. Yeah, and like uh, it's like an iconic shot where Littlefinger has the knife at his throat, and Ned's just mm. like, "He's so clueless, and it's ridiculous. Mm. It's so ridiculous." 
But yeah, that's yeah. that episode. Yep, kind of frustrated me throughout it. Mm-hmm. Like Tywin was the peak, and that was the very beginning. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh yeah, awesome, this episode, and then I realized that none of it is that. Like that's it for him the whole episode. Hello. Can't win them all. Oh, after this we had the, uh, cause we were watching, there was like an on-demand thing or whatever. Oh yeah? And it gives like behind the episode, and one of them, D or D, I don't know which, one but th- they say, oh, this is a world in which people get punished for good actions and rewarded for bad ones. Like, no! No, that's... That's not it! That's not true at all. It's people doing the actions that, like... They believe yeah, like it's that, actions or... having realistic consequences. Yeah, but, like you don't have to be all edgy middle school about it, Peter. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like like I'm not gonna kill someone and there will be a parade for yeah. me. It's like like the reason, unless you're Ramsey, but yeah, like yeah, I like it's neat that it's real, that, like realistic consequences. But the reason that I read the books is for the good things happening to good people. Like I'm still waiting mm-hmm. for that, and like. That's what I'm looking for in The Winds of Winter. Like, I'm not reading it because, oh, I can't wait for the antagonist to get even more shitty. Yeah, and that's, like, another thing about the show is that... The good thing about the books is everyone is so... It's, like, shades of gray. Like, they might be doing a bad thing, but Cersei, like, legitimately wants her kid to be the king. Right. Because she believes that it's his and she wants the power. Not just because I'm evil, so I'm gonna do a yucky thing. Right. You know? And that's just totally lost in the show. Everyone is just good or evil. Yeah. It's it's kind of amazing. Like, I'll talk to people who in who have, like, read the series and, like, read Tyrion's Book 5 stuff, and they're still like, uh-huh. yeah, he's a hero. He's the hero yeah. of the series. And, like, I won't spoil nothing, like, particularly, but Tyrion is, like, the goddamn worst in mm-hmm. Book 5. He is, like, legitimate. Like, if you... If he didn't have any POVs in the first four books and you were introduced to him in book five, you would hate the shit out of him. It's like... Mm. it's And he's aware of it, too. Oh, yeah, like, he's still like, I'm the worst, I'm a dwarf, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where do whores go? And yeah. Yeah, he's the absolute goddamn worst. And, that's, and, and I think that's a lot of that is to do with... You know, there's uh, some of that is like by design because it's like you don't know, you don't realize when Walter White becomes evil because you he's so charismatic and you like him so much. But like when the show kind of whitewashes so much, especially about the protagonists and makes you know Daenerys and Jon and Tyrion don't really have to make hard decisions, and all of their foes are one-dimensionally evil, and I will never forgive them for what they did to Mance, but. That was bullshit. Yeah, true. That's, like, another thing I kind of just didn't notice is that everyone against them is just pure evil. Right. Like, they're not even, like... They, like... Okay, I don't want to do too, like, too much spoiler yeah. stuff, but, like, when Daenerys is on her campaign or whatever... Right. They mention once, it's like, this is our culture, and then never again. Then they're just killing for no right, reason. Right, yeah. And, like, it would make for better TV and better discussions if you just kind of left it a little bit more ambiguous, but it's like, nope, this is a culture of pedophiles all of a sudden. Do you want mm-hmm. the pedophiles to live? And it's like, well, I guess I don't. I guess you're right, writers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Whatever. So, are we moving on? Yeah, sure. Oh, before we go to questions, we have to take our break for our sponsors. Yeah, let's go to the money zone. The, the real money zone. 
Money zone. Uh, once again, we are sponsored by Ted Cruz. Yeah, um, this week is brought to you by um, Reasonable Common Sense Measures for Immigration. So uh, go to uh, senate.cruz.gov, I believe, uh, for more information on uh, Reasonable Did you Common know, Sense Solutions. Hey, Sen- Senator Cruz is the son of a Cuban immigrant. Really? Yeah, he has championed measures to sh- to secure the border, reform the legal immigration wow. system, and uphold the rule of law. You know, I'm a big fan of the rule of law. Um, mm-hmm. Not to get too political. You know who isn't? Cersei Lannister. Yeah. So, basically, if you're not with Ted Cruz, I'm not, you're Cersei I'm Lannister. I'm not saying that it rhymes. I'm saying that Bernie Sanders and Cersei Lannister is at least a slant rhyme. Bernie, Cersei... Sanders Lannister. It's Cersei Lannisters. So you know, that's... just something to keep in mind when you go vote in the primaries. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just you know, just whenever you do anything, really, U.S. Senator for Texas, Ted Cruz. Just, just like keep that. Yeah, and like in... Ted Cruz rhymes with dead booze, which is what you do when you drink booze. So that's like it's good. He's like the common sense dare candidate. We'll reach out to Ted Cruz for his straight edge stance. Yeah, like let's see how he feels about that. You know, because we're we're buddies now. Yeah. And yeah, Ted, if you want to be on the show, um, yeah, if you like tap, you have a favorite episode. Yeah, just let us know. Like, what's your favorite house? Let's uh, who your favorite characters? How would you rule Westeros, Ted? Oh, Cruz? that would be a great little bonus episode. That would be. And just uh, just keep 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 the money coming. Yeah, you know, usually people donate to campaigns, so this is makes it a weird. No, it's good. It's it's uh, going back to the people. You know, it's popular. Exactly. This is exactly. This isn't big money, Hillary over here, mm-hmm. getting funding from the banks. Yeah, you know, it's good. It's you know, it's so the least we can do for all of the support yeah. that Ted Cruz has given us. Hail Ted Cruz. And God bless America. <laughs> Let's move on to questions. <laughs> All right. Or do you have a theory? Um, I don't have a whole lot. Uh, I was thinking about talking about uh, Weirwood stuff, but I didn't. I want to save that for a week where like I have stuff written out. So I just mm-hmm. kind of have a little continuation. Um, last night after I finished the episode, I was like, "Hmm, I wonder if there's any theories in, out there about somebody warring into the boar." And there are. There is. So this is kind of a follow up. Uh, go to last week's show the Borg if you want uh, that. But um, there is a there is a lot of book references to Blood Raven controlling the boar that killed Robert mm-hmm. because it's a shitty plan as we've talked about and like in the books there's we get uh, we get admittance or we we get Cersei admits that like well if uh, the boar didn't kill him like a stray arrow would have gotten him or something like that but mm-hmm. in the show at least it's a real shitty plan and like unless. You know, like boars are big are big guys. I'm not I'm not trying to like offend any boars out there, but um, it just it's it's real leaving it to luck. So um, on Ned's or on uh, on Robert's deathbed, there are a shit ton of references that could be about Blood Raven. Pretty much everything he says about the boar, because the first thing he says is, "I killed the bastard, didn't I?" Blood Raven is a bastard. That's check one. And then we get, the gods sent the boar, sent to punish me. Talking about the old gods, which is Bloodraven, in the Weirwoods. Um, 
Robert says that he drove a knife right through his eye. The Blood Raven mm -hmm. has one eye. Um, and also later in Clash of Kings, Stannis mentions that he says, if someone said I had magic myself into a boar to kill Robert, likely they would believe that as well. So that could be a little hint that like, maybe that's within the realm of possibility. And we know that the Blood Raven has Targaryen blood, so maybe you wanted that usurper dead. So that's all I got this week. It's not a whole lot, but it's just a little a cute little yeah, that's, that's See, that's like one I can get behind. Yeah. Like, I like the ones, it's not like this person is secretly, like, in charge of everything, or is, in, like, involved in this huge thing. It's just, like, a little thing that could be cool. Yeah. I love... Yeah. I like that one. Thanks, man. I didn't come up with it. <laughs> it's still good. Yeah. That's probably so, why uh, it's a good one. <laughs> questions. If you have questions, you can send us an ask at postgameofthrones.tumblr.com, or email us at postgot at gmail.com. Uh, this week's first question comes in from Anonymous, who asks, what would the house of Beyonce look like? Um, I would imagine, uh, it would be shaped like, uh, if I'm pronouncing this wrong, correct me, but a surfboard? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm imagining a surfboard. So that much is true. Like, s sigil? Hmm. Because here's, here's, here's the sigil I'm imagining. It's like, it's the standard, like, shield kind of looking one. Right. And it's the color of wa the Watch the Throne cover. I like, like it, that, yeah. Like, the, you know, tangent, like, kind of yeah. related. Um, and the symbol on it is, like, Destiny's Child, but they're very tiny and Beyonce is very large. I like that. Uh, and their, their words are, put a ring on it. <laughs> Done. I like it. Canon. I would, I would also like to throw into contention... Um, because there's an implication that Jay-Z would have had to help. so Or not that he would have had to, but like Jay-Z would have been like, come on, B, let me help. And mm -hmm. she would be like, oh my god damn it, alright. And mm -hmm. he would want to put all of the monsters from his line in Monster. <laughs> all of the Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, ever, Lockins, Goblin, Ghoul, and a zombie with no conscience. That could be a ever, Like, even before we started this podcast, the first thing I thought of is, how can we reference Jay-Z's monster <laughs> On a show about Game of Thrones. Question, what do these things all have in common? Everybody knows that motherfucking yeah, monster. Everybody knows House Beyonce is a motherfucking monster. Yes. Conquer, stop you, stop you silly nonsense. And that's, those are their words. And Beyonce's like, god damn it, fine. <laughs> Whatever, just stop with that shit. That's like their punished... House Beyonce's punishment is, you know how Tyrion gets sent to like the high cells or whatever? Yeah. Uh, House Beyonce's punishment is that they get locked just in a room. It's like a nice room; it's furnished and everything. But Jay Z is in there just wrapping that verse <laughs> over and over again. It's either that, or you can go into the beehive. Yeah, which is a room that's nicely furnished, but it's also full of bees. Yeah. Either way, just choose your fate. Uh, our next question comes in from Tumblr user Dork Phoenix, who asks. I know you guys have your own houses and sigil, but what would your self-insert characters be up to in Westeros? <laughs> um, I talked, I brought this up to, like, a few people before, and I'd just be fucking dead. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I'd be super dead, because like, I'm, like, I'm kind of sickly. Yeah, and, like, me too. And, like, I have depression. I wouldn't last long. <laughs> or even if they, like, had to, like, oh, this method will heal you. No, it wouldn't. You're probably gonna cut me open and throw leeches at me. Yeah, like, like there are problems with my heart valves. Like leeches wouldn't be good for me. Mm -hmm. And like, like and that would be like, uh, 
House Oglesby, I want you to know that winter's coming. I'd be like, fine, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> winter's, we're all slowly dying, Ned. Get over it. Whatever. It's fine. Even if I had a house, I'd just be like, like fuck, we don't have internet? <laughs> like, ugh. what do you expect me to do my whole life? Yeah. And they're like, go to the brothels and have many children. I'm like, like would I feel nothing. the way that I feel when the power goes out but all the time? Because that sounds like yeah. hell. That sounds like absolute goddamn hell. And I know yeah. that like people would say, yeah, after a couple weeks, it would just be like life, and you would be unplugged and Zen pencils and all that shit. But, like, no. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> because uh, I, any popularity I have on the internet has not yet translated to real life. So yeah. baby needs the internet or a little <laughs> ego boost to get him out of bed in the morning. So without that, and I'm just like some vassal in the north, which like, nah, too cold. Like statistically, we wouldn't be in a royal family. We would just be some fucks dying on the hillside. Like, Yeah. Like, there's nowhere in Westeros or in Essos that I would want to go. And I don't want to be in the ocean either because the Greyjoys would fucking kill me. So it's like, Even if we were in a house, it might be, like, House Stokeworth. Like, like <laughs> honestly, I feel like I would be safer, like, minus the White Walkers, like, prior to that, mm-hmm. as a wildling. Because, like, a lot of them, it seems like they just kind of chill and, like, aren't besieging the wall and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, Egret is there, which is which is good. I'm a fan of that. But, um... Okay, I'll tell Kim. Yeah, yeah, that'd be Kim, great. Brooke says he wants to be a wildling because Egret is there. I do too. Yeah. It's good to have Kim back sa- on the probably, show. Probably for the same reasons. Because <laughs> yeah. of her archery, she would keep us all safe. Of course. Uh, Dork Phoenix has a follow-up question. Sorry about this one, Kim, but it's about wrestling. I also realized that The Undertaker and Kane share a lot of parallels to the Hound and, and the, the Hound. Yep. Yeah! They the Brothers sure of Darkness. And it's a shame because Kane is the Hound, and I like the Hound so much better. Mm-hmm. But like Kane is the worst wrestling character. Uh, ever. the only thing that this means is if like this parallel is true, that means when Clegane Bull happens, it's going to be like a super underwhelming match. Oh yeah, it's going to be terrible. Yeah, and it's like, uh, for those of you at home, it's happened to three WrestleManias. God damn it! And <laughs> if that sounds like too many to somebody who's never watched WrestleMania, it's too many. And then just now, from now on, whenever the hound is on screen, I'm just gonna be like, "Fuck, God, that's gotta be the hound." <laughs> He's just like standing yeah. there. Slow chemical starts playing. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a bummer because the mountain is the worst, and like mm-hmm. the Undertaker is good. Yeah, like the at least the Undertaker, he has like rest in peace. Yeah, the hound, like, read Ayn Rand. <laughs> <laughs> the ha- the I, I think the mountain's only line in the entire series is sword. Yeah, I think so. Oh no, he does have it in the, oh, the fight later. He on. certainly does the big one. But anyway, let's forget about that. It didn't happen. Yeah, I will say that until until that scene where uh, where your boy's given that like great monologue, like Drogo's monologue was my favorite in the entire mm-hmm. show. And then that came along, and I was like, nope, nope, that's my favorite now. But yeah, those are like my two favorite favorite like angry boy speeches. Uh, we have one more question from Tumblr user Sir Oliver Martext. How's it going? It's it's a good thing I went to this Tumblr page first because I was going to be like it's from user Sir Oliver Martext. 
I'm the worst uh, at that. That's I'm yeah, so glad that they, you're always in charge of pronouncing the names. <laughs> they ask, "Are you still looking for guests?" Um, we might. Like, I'll note you down that you want to be one, but we're not. We're we're probably gonna till at least season two. We might keep it. Yeah. Just just the tag team, and then we'll open it up to trios action. Yeah, we got people. We got people. That we got like I got some friends that are like, "Hey, someday let me on your show," and I'm like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll do that." Yeah. And uh, they also say, I want to talk about how Ned Stark's greatest flaw, wa- flaw wasn't his unyielding sense of honor, but rather his undergraduate-like all-politics-are-terrible attitudes. Oh, wow, that's super true. Yeah. Because it wasn't his honor, because he was, like, my rightful heir. Yeah, that was, like, the whole, like, watching that scene, I was like, that's not very honorable, my dude. Like, maybe that's mm-hmm. not your thing. Yeah. But, that's, like, I think we talked about that a lot in this episode, but that's kind of true like i definitely agree yeah mm-hmm. just but like what like i know he didn't want to but like if you that is your job you have to do your best at it you can't purposely be like this is shitty and then do a bad job yeah like i would be fired as a teacher if i go in there next week and i'm like mm-hmm. teaching sucks and you're not going to learn anything yeah the education but, uh, system is terrible yeah, ed- fuck like, you all yeah like there's a way to be like hey the education system's flawed but we're gonna make the best of it and i'm trying to make this interesting but like mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta kind of make that effort. You gotta be the mm-hmm. change. It's called Gandhi. Fucking read about it, dude. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, that's all the questions for this week. So, all right. If you have any more, uh, send them to post. What is it? Postgot at gmail dot com. Postgamerthrones.tumblr.com. dot uh, com. I I also found this post on the internet somewhere. I forget where because I just emailed it to myself. So I wouldn't forget. Nice. But this is for, uh, like, season six stuff. Gotcha. And it says that the the tower yeah. or whatever in Spain, the, the Castillo de Zafra, right. is confirmed as the Tower of Joy. I know, it's neato. Like, it will definitely... Which is like, it's... Like, w- w- when Matt was on the show, like, it's neato, but it also makes me want to die if the Woods of Winter doesn't come out first. But... You know, baby's holding out hope. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we predict, like, February and March or something like that? I, I hope so. Yeah. Because so. that's when I want to see if I... Yeah. But, I mean, as long as... As long as George gets to reveal probably R, R plus L equals J first, like, mm-hmm. whatever. The show's yeah. going, like, at least eight seasons now. Whatever. At least eight. Yeah. Like, do your terrible shit and we'll talk about it every year and it'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> the, the worst part is is that like especially last season I was like oh this isn't very good like whatever blah 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 but as soon as like oh the Tower of Joy will be the next I'm like fuck yes it will be yeah I'm in like I'm let's so, go like I haven't remembered that I really like this show outside of this podcast in so long because every bit of news I see is just like oh god fuck because th- this is like two different timelines it really is like this show exists in the good the good ending like we don't know where this this show that we're watching is gonna go yeah <laughs> oh boy well I guess uh that's it for this week's episode yeah if you want you can reach me I'm Brock Tringle on Tumblr and Twitter so yeah I'm... follow me I need I need like my ego needs a boost yeah Please protect that easy go at all costs. It's very important mm-hmm. to us and to our brand. <laughs> it's okay. That's our fuel. Yeah. Um, I'm Brooks has a noun on Twitter. Uh, I'm Sirius Jones on Tumblr. 
Uh, I want to give a shout out because we promised um, to somebody, some nice friend who set, who left us a really nice iTunes review. Yeah. Um, so thank you for taking the time. Everybody should go read it because it's super nice. And everyone should leave their super nice iTunes review. Yeah. As well. So show up this person who is B three eight three lowercase B three. Mm. Um, it looks I'm not like, going to pronounce that. Yeah, it looks like a cat wearing sunglasses and like an inkling from Splatoon, and then a pirate who is also a cat. So if you want, yeah, <laughs> it's it's emoticons. So um, thank you to that emoticon person, and uh, go show that person up, and uh, just fuck them. You can do better. You can do better than this super nice and great thing that I've been like reading before going to sleep yeah. every night. Come on, did you even try to write that review? Yeah. Please, please write more. We like it Well, uh, I'm gonna go uh, to the next Ted Cruz rally. Oh man! Brought to you by Ted Cruz. Well, that's interesting because I'm already there, and I'm. Whoa! How is it? It's great. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm feeling. <laughs> I'm feeling great, and I'm not joking. I'm here, and it's great, and I'm playing this joke straight, and mm-hmm. um. Whole, whole you better lot. not. You better not be lying to me. Oh, you're be cruising for a bruising. Oh, I don't want to be crucified. Oh, the show's over. How are you? Stop! Stop! <laughs> <laughs>